Marriage is hard. It's something we go into so excited, but often end up leaving on the back burner. We believe in a 1 Corinthians 13 type of love, one that takes intentionality and purpose. A good marriage is not something that happens by accident. So it's our hope that you leave feeling inspired to have some new topics of conversations with your spouse through listening to our talks here. I'm Kristen. And I'm Jaren. And this is Marriage on Purpose. We want to hear from you. If you have questions, send them in to marriageonpurposepodcast at gmail.com and they will be featured on the beginning of our episodes. All questions will be anonymous. We look forward to hearing from you. Yo, 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 oh yo. <laughs> I told you I was going to do that. Uh, you did. You sure did. Guess whose idea it was? Yours. Yours. Nope. You said you were going to do that, and I actually did it. So, Just filling you guys in. We've been real weird before this episode just started. So, Yeah. Buckle your seatbelts. We're going to have a good time. You're in for a ride. What kind of ride that is, I don't know, but we'll find out. But first... We need to go over our question from last week. Yes, we do. Let me pull it up real quick. Le question. I already know it. Okay, go ahead. How important is a sense of humor in marriage? Great question. Who thought of that? You? Well, it's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> so, how important is a sense of humor to a marriage? What's your first thought? Gut reaction. Go. So important. <laughs> okay i feel like it's pretty important too i yeah i feel like all of the times where we have lost our sense of humor it's been in seasons of like struggle like we're struggling we're kind of getting lost in responsibility we're getting kind of stuck in that roommate phase that we've talked about like we kind of just lose sight of joy and fun and laughter and i feel like that is not good yeah, that's not fun whenever we get there and we both know it and we both don't ask each other about it. We both just like let it go for like yeah, three weeks, mm-hmm. four weeks. And then one day we're like, we've been really sucky lately. Life sucks right now. Yeah. Where's the joy? <laughs> where's all the joy? Where's the joy? He is where the joy is. Yeah. Terry Terry Cobble. Cobble. Yeah. Yeah. I think I said it in the last episode um, about friendship and sense of humor and stuff that's kind of where friendship starts you know somebody makes you laugh you think they're funny you talk you have common interest in that and then you kind of go from like sense of humor and stuff down to like you can trust them and be comfortable with them then let's say you get married you do all this stuff with this person who is your best friend and then later you lose the sense of humor and it's just like you're doing life together without any joy or fun that is where it kind of leads into the roommate phase, I think. Like, that's where it's been for us. We, like, we're not having fun. We're not laughing. We're not really. And we're just, like, roommates taking care of responsibility together. What do you think about people who have really different sense of humors? You mean like us? Yeah. <laughs> what do I think about our sense of humor? I think we have kind of developed our own sense of humor. Like, I have my sense of humor that I can, that I think, it's things that I think are funny or whatever. It's pretty dry. You have a sense of humor that is kind of more like 
somebody tells you a funny joke and that's funny. Um, but I'm like... A little like, more obvious. Yeah, a little more <laughs> obvious. Like, oh, I can anticipate humor coming up. Yeah, I want to see it coming. I can prepare for it. <laughs> I'm like, anything on The Office is hilarious. No one's laughing. Somebody just said something to someone, you know, like and that. And I'm one of those people who refuse to watch The Office for the longest time because Finally I got thought her, it though. was so dumb. Finally got her to watch it with me. I did. And? I could follow the storyline okay didn't laugh a lot okay yeah <laughs> i remember there were a lot of times where i was laughing mm-hmm. and you were not mm-hmm. i'm looking over at you like what's your problem girl i like hate every character that was hilarious <laughs> they're all so awkward i'm like i can't stand this character i can't stand this right. character you did like parks and rec though i don't think it's a big deal if you have a different sense of humor because sometimes we can laugh about things together like we found things that we do both think are funny mm-hmm. so we can get together on those. But sometimes I'll get in a mood where I'm like just only doing what I think is funny, like using sarcasm or being goofy or whatever. And I know it's kind of not your cup of tea. I'm just like annoyed you're by just you. Just like you're another child in the house now. <laughs> and I have four children and they're they're all annoying me. I also get in those phases where I just can't experience joy because I'm so focused on tasks and responsibilities and i think sometimes like when our sense of humor is not like lining up sometimes the person who like finds the other one annoying just needs to loosen up a bit yeah i'm speaking like about myself here truly because i'm the person who struggles with this in our marriage i struggle with loosening up and just having fun and there's some days where i find it funny and there's some days where i don't i'm just not in the mood for, for humor, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes I'll like try to initiate something that's funny. Like I'll tell the kids to go, I'll tackle you or something. And that can go two ways. <laughs> oh, you could be really mad that I told them to do that because you're trying to get stuff done. Or it'll like break the ice and you'll like play along. And then you're like, you know, we got through. And, you know, you're out of your like responsibility mode because you realize like, you know, other things are funny too. Yeah, I think it's okay to have like moments of seriousness and like I need to get stuff done, but make sure you don't live there. Don't stay there. Yeah, that's don't probably the key. Don't get too comfortable there. Yeah. Make sure you set aside time to loosen up and just laugh and have fun and not take life too seriously because it's going to be hard to have joy in marriage if you don't have joy in life. If you have no sense of humor, how are you going to find joy and laughter and fun in your marriage? Imagine being with someone and the you don't think they're funny at all like they don't make you laugh you're actually annoyed by everything that they think is funny same for them for you they don't think anything you say is funny and that's just how it is like you can't get past the stupidity of their humor (laughs) like i don't know why you would choose to marry someone like that okay so what do you say to the people that already are if you already are married and you and find you their sense of humor so dumb like you cringe every time they find joy in something i would say you need to reevaluate some stuff have conversations about what you think is funny try to find a common ground maybe of what you both there has to be something on this planet that you both think is funny I also think if you are cringing that hard, like it annoys you that bad seeing someone be silly and have fun, maybe that's more of a reflection on you than it is their sense of humor. Yeah, like if they're having joy and laughing about stuff, even though it's dumb stuff, if well, they really think SpongeBob is hilarious yeah. and they're 35, <laughs> like, 
could happen, you know. You could pr- be annoyed by that. Probably going to be us. Valid. But <laughs> yeah, you could be really annoyed by that. That doesn't mean you like, I need to crush their spirit, you know, just look inside you for a little bit and be like, why do I hate when they enjoy something so much? Yeah, knowing like how I am, I know that you can kind of make yourself loosen up a bit and not be so hard on just like what you find annoying and what you cringe at. Like sometimes that's just our attitude more than us finding something annoying. We kind of yeah. just need to like check our attitude a little bit. Yeah, it's probably not I think, I always think this is annoying. It's probably like I had a bad day. Yeah. And I'm, whatever you're saying to me that you think's funny, you're trying to get me to break, you know, break the ice a little bit, loosen up, and I'm just not there. Like yeah. I'm not doing it. My day wasn't good or something happened and it's just like, listen, I'm not there right now. So overall, I think we agree that sense of humor is really important in marriage. So today we are talking about date night ideas. Cool, cool. So that'll be fun. This is going to be a more fun, lighthearted episode. It might be a little shorter, but who knows? We're in moods tonight, so we could babble. We might annoy you. Let's be real. Sense of humor. So we. Out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So we are going to talk about date night ideas, but first, let's just talk about date nights and kind of dating your spouse in general. How do you feel about the term date your spouse? Mm, I feel like it's a cliche. You need to always be dating your spouse. You need to, you kind of get out of that phase. Like it reminds, what for me, it reminds me of the phase of dating. You should always be dating your spouse, which is, which is when like, you don't live together, you're, you see them a couple times a week, you know, you go out and do stuff, and then you like go back to your separate lives. That's kind of what it reminds me of, which I don't think is what it's intended. That's just what it reminds me of. So like if someone says, you always need to be dating your spouse. I'm like, no, I married them. Like we're married, yeah. we get to be together all the time. But I get what they're saying. It just, my mind goes there, so I'm like, Ugh, I hate that saying. Yeah, I think the intentions are good, kind of like what you were saying date your spouse in the way of continuously be intentional. You know, I think that's where they're getting that from because when you're dating, you are pursuing them, right? So I think it's more like never stop pursuing your spouse, but it's kind of been shortened into just like date your spouse. Go on dates with your spouse. Like, duh, you should be doing that or you should be having in-home dates or whatever. So yeah, I get it. I, I like the message behind it. Yeah, but I think it can feel a little overwhelming when people say, never stop dating your spouse. Like, it feels like you have to always be going out on fancy dates and dressing up and always getting out of the house. And there's seasons where that's just not practical. Like you said, we're married now, we're not dating. So pursuing your spouse is going to look different in marriage than it looks like in dating. And it's okay if it does, it's supposed to. So when it comes to date nights... I feel like date nights are important, but I don't think that regular date nights are necessarily going to solve all of your marriage issues. So while I like the term date your spouse, it's not something where it's like if you are always dating, always going on dates, always planning dates, like that's not, you can go on dates and not connect intimately or emotionally and just do it to check a box and that be that. You could be someone who's going on a lot of dates and it's still not fixing some of the root issues in your marriage. So if you're in a season where you feel like going on dates is hard, maybe you don't have family around, maybe you don't have a lot of friends in this season, 
and you don't have a sitter and you can't go on dates very often. I don't want you to feel discouraged because date nights are not necessarily something that's going to like solve your marriage issues. Yeah, I think if that was the message behind the don't stop dating your spouse, it'll solve all your problems. You know, if that's like the unsaid second half of that, then yeah, that's definitely not true. I think married couples feel a lot of pressure to continuously go on dates. If you go on a date and then come home to the same marriage issues, like it's not really that big of a deal. You yeah. can you can do dates at home. I just think the way we think about dates is sometimes a little misconstrued. Yeah, like we should probably just say like what is our definition of a date? It could be going ballroom dancing, you know, or it could be like eating chips ahoy and watching SpongeBob. Like Yeah. What's What's the point behind the, not really the point behind the date, because I feel like the point behind the date is always to hang out and connect, but it could be on like different levels. Yeah, that actually is a good segue into my next question. What are some different types of dates? Because I feel like we should talk about that. Dating isn't just like taking your spouse out on a fancy dinner. There's different types of dates. So let's, let's go through that. Yeah, I like that. I like that there's different types of dates. You don't really, you're not really told that. You're just like, you should go on a date with like before you're married or whatever you should you know you think you always have to be extravagant and like put your best foot forward all the time yeah but really it's when you get married it's like any time that you spend intentionally doing something that is that is planned more so than just like every night us laying in bed or and watching a show or like watching a movie or something every night isn't considered a date because right. that's our uh, that's we, the norm yeah that's our normal schedule. So like when you put a little bit more thought behind it and you plan it for a couple of days out, that is probably when you can consider it like a date. Then you go into it with the right mindset and everything. Yeah. So I think that is true. Just planning ahead kind of is what classifies it as a date. So different kinds of dates. I think that there's some more like fun dates. Sometimes you plan a date where you just kind of want to have a fun time together. You want to laugh together and we will do that. We'll say, hey, we're going to play lots of games tonight and we kind of know if we're having game night, like it's going to be a fun date or we're going to joke around. We're going to be letting loose that sense of humor coming into play and just having a good time. We're not going to talk about serious stuff during this time. Right. So I think that's a type of date. You might plan a more fun date. And then sometimes you need more of like a romantic, emotional connection date. Mm -hmm. And we will kind of plan, let's do couples cards tonight. I just kind of want to talk. Like we'll say that before we plan out the date so that we kind of know when we're going into it, what to expect. We want something a little more intimate, emotionally connected, that kind of date. We do a lot of in-home date nights, if you couldn't tell. And then there's those dates that you do want a little more romance. That doesn't happen a ton around our neck of the woods. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) But if I needed that, I would voice that. I would say, hey, I want something a little more fancy. I feel like I need romance. Let's plan a romantic date. Can you do that for me? Yeah. Just so it sets the tone. All different date nights, they are they're purposeful for different things for your needs. So plan it accordingly. Yeah. Sometimes we, it was like an anniversary trip, but we had another type of date, which was kind of like a, like a goal oriented date, like a life planning type of time. Like we separated from ever from our kids. We got sitters and stuff. 
and we talked about our goals and ambitions, like where we wanted our family to go, what we, what we wanted to you know, instill into our kids. Yeah, I don't think people realize that that can be a date too. We set dates and schedule time to plan things. We set dates to address things that need addressed. Those can all be dates. Like, hey, tonight, let's put the kids to bed early tonight because we need to talk about X, Y, Z, whatever it may be. If there's something that kind of needs to be talked about or maybe you kind of need to talk about your family vision or you have goals that need to be worked through, plan it in a date night. Those can also be types of dates. Even things like delegating chores or financial things those can even be planned into dates they don't have to be so dreary and dreadful and boring if you plan a date night and you pair like let's look at bills tonight but let's make brownies and have brownies while we do it it can be fun yeah that's a good way to do it because like it's kind of a drag to have to do bills or have to talk about your responsibilities and stuff whenever you think you're having a date and you should be like connecting set a goal like all right, after we get our bills done and we talk about what we're going to do about X, Y, and Z, then we're going to like do couples cards and not talk about it anymore, put it off the table and like spend time together because the time's already been set aside for that. So as you can see, there are so many different types of dates and all of them have their place. Sometimes you need more romance from your spouse. Sometimes you need more just fun and laughter and to let loose. Sometimes there's things that need addressed and you need to talk. All of those things have their place. They're all important to your connection and growth as a couple. So now we're going to go ahead and jump in to some ideas for home dates because that is our strong suit. We love a good old home date. That's the season of life we're in right now. We like doing in-home dates because you can do them often. They don't really need a ton of planning. We can just say like after the kids go to bed. We could do it five nights a week. We're going to plan something every single night this week and do something. And it really can cost just a little bit. You can plan it out. You can buy things to make it. You can buy games and stuff like that and just get as much out of it as you can. They're really easy to make happen. And we love staying home also. We're just like introverts in that way. So we love being home. Really just the cherry on top. All right. So my first idea for a home date is to make some chocolate covered strawberries and ask a series of questions. We do this all the time. Not really the chocolate-covered strawberries part, but we ask each other questions a lot, and we've talked about that before. I'm going to actually link a series of questions below so you can see how easy it is to just search up questions. It's, It's a lot of fun, and it gets you into good conversation for those times where you need to emotionally connect. I know you love chocolate covered strawberries. They're so good. But... I don't like them. <laughs> I know that about you, but I love them. Yes, so I want. I like pick the chocolate off, and they're like a romantic food. Yes, like if yes. you're gonna want to have a romantic night together, or like it's like it pairs well with like an emotional connection date. You know, like it just sure. gets your senses flowing. Sure. <laughs> if, if it does that for you, I know that's pretty. It's typical. a romantic food. Yeah, and it tastes great. I hate so. it. So. <laughs> I'll have some, but I will pick the chocolate off. That's fine. You can have your regular strawberries. I want some chocolate. That's fine. Okay. You want to read the next one? Sure. Go get your favorite snacks and watch a movie together. That could be a good in-home date night. Simple as that. Yeah. If you're anything like us, you can take turns picking the movie because we have... We never agree. Oh my gosh. It is <laughs> It is the one thing. I, if I could like wave a magic wand and just like 
fix this in our relationship that we would agree on some movies sometime doesn't have to be all mine or all yours we just we never agree or you could like make a movie jar or something with different movie ideas and then draw from the jar when you can't agree that's probably something we should do yeah that is a really we almost did that one time why didn't we we? i don't we probably just forgot i don't know oh my gosh what if I wrote down like Lord of the Rings in there? Because that's a movie you said you would never watch. I mean, if you write down Lord of the Rings, I'm going to have to write down like High School Musical or something. Oh, no. I don't even I don't really... know if I could do that. I don't even really want to watch High School Musical. It's more like Grease and yeah. I don't know what else. I'm just not a big movie person is really what it is. Yeah, I think that's true. I don't think I would want you to sit through Lord of the Rings if you if I know at the end of it I had to sit through High School Musical. High School Musical is pretty awful. Bad. But that is the equivalent to my Lord of the Rings. You know what? I would do it because Lord of the Rings sometimes like two and a half hours long and High School Musical is probably like 90 minutes. All three High School Musicals. Okay, all three Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, that's it's not like fair because Lord hours. of the Rings is way longer. That's why I was trying to make it equivalent. For one, I have to sit through all three High School Musicals <laughs> for yes. one. You know what? I'm going to do it. We're going to do it one time because you okay. said you would never, ever, ever, ever watch Lord of the Rings ever. Okay. <laughs> Our next two date nights Great. coming right up. <laughs> what are we going to do first? We'll rock, paper, scissors for it. Do you want to end on watching Lord of the Rings? I feel like you're just going to be on your phone and fall asleep. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to stare at the TV and watch freaking Get up Corbin and dance. Blue dance with his afro and Zac Efron when he was a baby. Okay, let's move, Let's get through these. Okay, we can talk about our fine, day nights later. Fine. I'll read the next one. Okay. Um, so you can choose a book to read together. And on date nights, you can read a couple chapters, take turns going back and forth. But we used to love reading books together. We've read a few marriage books together. And it really just like gets you talking and brainstorming about what things that you could work on in your life and your marriage maybe it's a parenting book whatever but take turns reading the chapter aloud to each other and talk about it yeah those are usually pretty good conversation starters we'll get through a chapter and be like whoa stop we got to like talk about that before we keep going on because i'm going to forget about it like usually starts pretty good conversation when we do that yeah, so if you feel like you kind of need those family planning dates in, this is a good way to kind of get the gears turning. Pick a book and read it together, and that can kind of get you planning and dreaming about your future and where you need to change and things like that. Another less not like goal-oriented date would be to uh, play some cards and just talk. That's we do that a lot a actually. Lot. Even mm-hmm. if we don't, if we haven't even like planned for a specific date night we would sometimes do that kind of just like ask each other hey you want to play cards tonight and it's like yeah and we'll play cards and we'll talk it is what it is we usually try to like wager a massage or something Mm -hmm. like best two out of three gets a massage if you want to plan the date night in that's a fun way to like add a little some extra to just doing cards be like winner you know best two out of three gets a massage yeah which is a good segue into the next one have a night of massages yes Break out the massage oil. For sure. Turn on some music. Oh, light man. some candles Here we or are. the diffuser. Whatever yep. you got going on at your house. Wow. I see where this so is going. So if you need a nice little romantic date, night of massages. Yeah. Um, another one could just be like, uh, get in the kitchen, make a dessert, make some brownies. We literally just made brownies. There's brownies in our kitchen waiting for us right now. Yeah, we need to go get that. But that's fun too. We can, like, it wasn't planned tonight. We didn't plan on making, 
I didn't plan on making brownies. You came home from the store and was like, I'm making brownies. It was more one of those nights where I made brownies. But yeah. you could turn this into a date night and really do it together. If you plan for it, you're in the right mindset. You know it's a together activity. You're having yeah. fun. You're making jokes with each other. Compared to like Krista makes brownies and I lick the spoon. Yeah. That's what happened tonight. Yep, yep. Wasn't a date. I was no. like, dang, I'm getting brownies tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the but good it kind could, of brownies. You could turn making a dessert into a fun little date night for sure. So here's an interesting one. Take turns watching one of your favorite childhood TV shows and then talk about some of your childhood memories. This That's, is a good one to just like connect and like learn about each other and learn about their past and their childhood. It gets you talking. Yeah, that's a really fun one because we would watch like cartoons from our childhood. Mm-hmm. We watch SpongeBob and like Fairly Odd Parents and stuff. And we would mainly SpongeBob. We both watched SpongeBob like the first few seasons when it was coming out. And it was a good time. Yeah. And it's just a fun way to connect and get into each other's past and things like that. That always like helps you get to know the other person better when you see their past. Yeah. And their sense of humor too. Like, wow, you, wow, okay. You thought that was funny. I mean, that might not be your sense of humor now. <laughs> True. I'm embarrassed by some of the shows I watched when I was a kid, but it's still like a trip down memory lane. Like you know? Cheetah Girls and stuff. Cheetah Girls, oh, yes. Man. We're Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters. Oh, that was good. I never watched that show. You were a Disney Channel. I could sing that whole girl. song for you right now. Do it. Every word. Please do. I won't. It's okay. We'll make it the outro. Okay. It'll okay. play under us as we're going out okay. and reading our last Perfect. question. Good. Perfect. Perfect. Another good date idea, which we haven't done in a while, is playing charades. We've not. We have done it. Okay, when? I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. Like, I feel like when we lived, like, maybe three or four houses or apartments ago. No, we've done this, actually, at our last house. Wow. I'm awful. (laughs) Wow. I don't remember at all. But you can just Google search for a charade generator and you hit next and it gives you something and you just act it out real quick so then you don't see like what's going in the pile of like what you wrote down you know but if you just search a generator like you have no idea what's going to come up so for sure you can totally do it with two people and it's just a fun date if you want to just laugh have a good time let loose charades for sure um, another one similar to reading a book, you could listen to a marriage podcast together. Wink, wink. Like this one. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> but seriously, we would do this. We would look through our favorite marriage podcasters and we would just choose an episode on like something that we know we kind of need to talk about or we need to work on. Yeah, like we'd agree on an episode that like sounds like something we need to work on and we would listen to it. And sometimes we would actually listen to it separate. He would listen to it during his day at work, on his drive, whatever, and I would listen to it. But we would plan to take notes and kind of talk about it in the evening. But you can totally listen to it together, too. Sometimes we would listen to an episode that wasn't, like, super thought-provoking for us. We were just like, wow, that sounds interesting. Maybe it wasn't like a like a marriage podcast. Maybe it was like a hot, like something we were into together, like a hobby together. We would listen to something about, like, nutrition, or sometimes we get weird in conspiracy theories, and we'll, like, listen to something, and we're like, oh, God, that was weird. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think people Backpedal. don't realize that you can be so creative with dates. Like, it doesn't have to be so stereotypical. You can yeah. totally just listen to a podcast together and, like, call it a date night and like that counts if it's something that is checking off one of those different type of date boxes like you're having fun or you're getting to know each other better or you're connecting emotionally or you're planning or you're just having a good time like all of those are different types of dates so 
totally listen to podcasts together yeah another date um idea could just be to just not really have any music or anything planned just like have a conversation together about like your lifelong goals like we don't really like to ask each other like for your five-year plan or where do you see yourself in 10 years just because like so many things could change in that time but like like maybe six months we might say like all right where do you think we should be in six months you know how can we try to get there what do you think is important for our kids where do you think our kids are going to be you know we got three kids so we talk a lot about that but even like with work or you know the homesteading where do you want to be in six months sometimes it's good to sit down and just like talk about that revisit some of your goals yeah or if you haven't set goals plan a time to sit down and like set goals what are your aspirations what are your dreams what are your goals those are things that you should talk about Mm -hmm. so plan times to do that and if you haven't done in a while revisit those things another thing that you can do is to schedule a meeting to bring up things that have just been on your mind if throughout the week you've kind of been stewing on something you've been thinking about something say hey tomorrow night can we have a date night to talk about this and that can even be a date Sometimes there's things that need to get talked about and we don't really like to think about that as like a date, but in a marriage that is a type of date and you can make it fun by pairing it with your favorite snacks. Like we're going to talk about whatever it might be that I've been thinking about this week. I actually just shared on my Instagram a conversation, like a text thread between me and Jaren from the other day and it was just like I saw a random TikTok that made me like think about something And I was trying to like text him about it. Like, I'm kind of thinking about this. Like, this is an interesting concept. What do you think? It was a little deep for me to be pondering while I was working. Yeah, he didn't really like understand. And we were like, okay, let's plan to talk about it tonight. And like, those are things that I mean, like just things that you're stewing on or like that are making you think. It's really good to connect and get those things off your chest and talk through them. Even if it's not important, even if you never think about it again, it just connects you in a different way. So yeah talk about those things another thing going back to our love language episode which you guys should check out if you haven't you could take the quiz which it's really fast now i remember when we first took it a long time ago it took a minute but this time it was it was really quick on your phone they've like they've like streamlined it so you could take the quiz and then write down three ways that your spouse could love you in your language and then obviously share them with each other and then like set a reminder somewhere if it's like on your dashboard or on your mirror or something of the ways that you could intentionally love your spouse in the way that Uh, represents their love language instead of your own that could really be something you work towards something you know to grow you both emotionally together and kind of work on that aspect of your relationship past the date and to take that even a step further plan each other a date that incorporates their love language lord so do the love language test and then kind of brainstorm and say okay next week is my week i'm planning a date for you that involves your love language and then the week after like you do me Mm. and that could be a fun way like if their love language is gifts maybe you take them out and surprise them with a gift or Or a shopping spree yeah or you could even like go to the mall or a strip mall or something and separate and go buy each other a gift you could like set a price limit on this and surprise each other with the gifts that remind you of each other or however you want to do it but that could be a fun way to do like a gift date yeah we did that one time didn't we we like set each other a dollar amount then we both went into the mall and we separated and we went and picked each other out a gift within that limit uh i remember doing that that was a cool date it was interesting do you remember what you bought me nope i don't remember what i bought you either (laughs) 
I would hope that I was hoping that would come back, but but you can try to think of some creative ways that incorporate your spouse's love language and plan a day all about them, all about their love language, and that could be a fun way to do that. Yeah. That do would you be remember great. we just took the love language test the other day? Yes. Do you remember our results? Um, I have them on my phone that I'm scrolling through my messages right <laughs> we now. Totally don't remember. To you, so We're I'm both just... looking it up right now. Yours definitely We're was... like, let's screenshot it so we remember. Yeah. Yep, I just found yours. Yours was words of affirmation. That was your highest right now, but everything else was really close to it. Yeah, and yours, your highest was physical touch. Surprise, surprise. Probably because I have like this knot in my back right now that needs massaged out every <laughs> every like three hours. I need you to like put pressure on it. So oh my I really feel love when you like work that knot out of my back. So, yeah. All right. Well, I hope that this gave you some good ideas and encouraged you to remember that you don't need loads of time to have meaningful connection with your spouse. Dating your spouse doesn't have to be intimidating. Even if you can make time once a week to give one another your devoted attention to reconnect, it can make a world of difference in your marriage. God will bless your effort, even if what you have to give seems small. It's okay. Do some of these small things that we have said that is going to connect you and bring you back together. It's not always about checking the box, going out to dinner, doing the routine. Get creative with it. Things that actually are going to benefit you in your marriage. These different types of date nights, they're very beneficial. When you think about what it is you need in your marriage, make your date nights to work with that. Yeah, I was going to say, notice we didn't ever, like on any of ours, was like, go dancing go to a super expensive dinner and splurge on it because like i guess we don't really need that right now like in in this phase, phase of our marriage we're not like we don't need to splurge on each other but like if you are in that time where like you want to like take each other out and do stuff like that by all means that can be what you guys do all of ours were like stay in your house seclude yourself and have fun together but like in marriage it really is about you too like if you can go out and like, you know, show your wife off, dress up really fancy, do something different. That's totally cool. We do that sometimes. It's just so much easier for us anyway to just like stay home and like do small things that hit that planning date or emotional, you know, connectivity. Or it hits those boxes really easy for us. And you can do them so much more often. Yeah. You can do them like three times a week if you want. I wanted this episode to help you realize that you can date your spouse even in those seasons of raising really little kids where you can't get out of the house. You can still pursue your spouse and still connect with your spouse. It doesn't have to look like big, fancy, going out dates. It can happen right in your home. Actually, some of the times that I have felt the most connected to Jaren have been in the walls of our home. I would agree with that 100%. Also, that bedtime for them kids really makes our dates happen. If our kids stayed up till 10.30 or 11 with us every night, there'd be no way. That's how we like to run our stuff because we we like the morning. So we get up in the mornings and our kids get up early because we put them to bed early. So if we stay up later on a date, we know we're getting up early because our kids, are getting, you know, it's just part of it. But we have structured our family life to where our kids go to bed at a certain time, usually like 8 to 8.30. So we know, okay, we probably got two hours left in us. We That's enough time. Yeah, we kind of talk about that in episode two, I believe it is. It's the staying connected while raising babies and toddlers. We kind of talk about sure. boundaries that 
benefit your marriage that you make with your kids boundaries for your kids that benefit your marriage right so you can revisit that one if that interests you but i think that's all we got for today yeah don't forget to rate and review our podcast share it that is so beneficial if you want to keep us up and running support the pod do all the things that you would do to support a podcast you love we would appreciate it so do you want to go over our question for next week Yes, I do. The question for next week is, what does work-life balance mean to you? Yeah, that's something we've definitely talked about. For sure. A lot. So we want to hear your thoughts on that. Talk about it with your spouse. And I will be making a post and you can share with us what you guys talked about. We will see you then. See you next week.